Well, that must have meant that, that you got some good reviews and they're happy with your performance. Yeah, that's what she said. Nice. So she said, I got good feedback. It's like, okay. Hey, the check cleared. That's all I care. You know, you're you're very personable for somebody who doesn't like people. Am I? It's all fake. It's all fake. <laughs> it's a mask I wear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Dance, monkey, dance. This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing just swell. How are you? Oh, you know, just living in America, where the two easiest things to buy are apparently a gun and a Republican senator. Yeah, well. <sighs> I don't know how those people live with themselves. They have lots of money. Is that That's it? what motivates them. Is That's it? it. Okay. Yep. That's what it is. To be elected into a position where you're supposed to have the best interests of the people of America at heart and not even show up for a trial Mm -hmm. or, you know, not pay attention or whatever, and then acquit a dude that obviously instigated a insurrection that threatened their very lives. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So the next one, it's a free for all. I mean, it's a free for all. You're looking. You're looking for Republicans. They're down this hall, third door on the left. That's it. If if there's no accountability, then there is going to be another insurrection attempt by somebody, and people will die. And if that happens, gotta hope it's the people that didn't do anything. Now, uh, yeah. Well. I just want to see somebody take a sledgehammer or Lindsey Graham on TV. I mean, Lindsey Graham has got to know that his sexual preference is out there. But until somebody is posting a video of him in the act dressed up as a ballerina getting plowed by, you know, some guy or a group of guys, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. None of it matters to any Republican. They have no morals. They have no ethics. They have no common sense. And it's time to go. It's, it's it's time for Biden to crack down on the bullshit. And, you know, they need to get rid of the filibuster. They need to get rid of gerrymandering districts for voters. I mean, I, I wasn't understanding um, there was a there was an article that came out that said that McConnell had threatened to stall all business, and yeah. it's like, but you're not the majority leader, so I don't understand what the problem is. I don't either. I did. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't they just be like, this is what we're doing? 
It's going to be 50-50 and Kamala Harris just comes in and votes and passes whatever the Democrats want. Right. That's what the Republicans would do. So why are the Democrats playing this bullshit? I don't know. The, this whole bullshit that we're better than them. We can't laugh at them. We can't make fun of them. We can't use derisive language. It's like, really? Because look what we've been living with for the past six years. Yeah, they don't fucking care. You know, because we had a black president, your leader, did nothing but harass him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird to be living in this time and seeing this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly, there's there's no other way to put it. Like, this is just some serious bullshit that should not be happening. This is how Nazi Germany got started. Yep. Hitler was brought up on charges, and they acquitted him. And before you know it, he was a dictator. Yep. I'm I'm hoping I'm my last sliver of hope here is that apparently the Democrats have said that they can use some part of the Constitution to bar Trump from ever holding office again. They can. And hopefully they go through with that. But the being um, found guilty in the impeachment means he loses his pension, he loses right. his Secret Service detail, and there's a lot more to it. Right. He loses his driver because once you're president, you're not allowed to drive yourself anymore. <laughs> Why is that? What... I don't know. It worked for Kennedy, didn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's disgusting. It really is. I'm I'm just waiting for a way out. I mean, it really is one of the strangest things that I can think of that's happened to this country in a long time. Mm-hmm. The there wasn't even like a feigning of we're going to take this seriously from the Republicans. They really were just like, can we get to Saturday so that we can vote to acquit them? Yeah. That's not being an impartial jury. And then deciding that you want to take uh, witnesses and then changing your mind. Yep. The, I, the <sighs> bullshit, man. I, I don't like, how am I supposed, what am I supposed to tell my kid about this shit? Like, but there should have been somebody there presiding saying, hey, dumbass, we're not going to take uh, we're not going to do interviews in your Philadelphia office. This isn't a hit and run accident. This isn't an airbag accident. It's a fucking impeachment. This is where it happens. Right. And, you know, now you've got these senators who have inside information um, collaborating with the defense team. And yep. it's like, that's bullshit. Why wasn't somebody called out on that? like you know what you're disbarred and you're censured and you're out of the senate yeah yeah and fucking it would be ted cruz and lindsey graham and it should yep. fucking be that it really should you know all of those empty desks because they couldn't be bothered to show up because they knew exactly how they were told to vote yep it it's horrible it is horrible i am so embarrassed <laughs> to be an american right now yeah i mean it's it really is like like this is supposed to be land of opportunity. It's supposed to be like all this shit. And all it is, is fucking greed and money. Mm -hmm. Maybe cause we're not like that, you know, 
it's just hard to comprehend, but maybe that's our problem, Chris. I mean, maybe if I was let's a go buy some guns. <laughs> let's go take our masks off in Walmart. Let's go have dinner and sit really close together to other people. But those people, the people that you see are not millionaires. They're they want to live this ideal of of America. And it's they're they're not they're just the sheep that are being fed this lie. And until we get the fucking ringleaders out, it's not going to change. No. So now what do we do? We waste millions and millions of dollars on 2022 to get Mitch and Lindsay and whoever else may be up out of office. Well, Lindsay, I don't think McConnell and, and Lindsay are up in 2022. Well, no, but we can hope they have heart attacks. And or I'm... Lindsay gets beaten to death by, by some hooker he picks up, <laughs> you know, wishful thinking. We need somebody to go undercover as a male escort for him and then just like blackmail the shit out of him and then release the shit anyway. You know, you hear all this stuff about what the Russians do, <laughs> you know, putting poison on somebody's doorknob. It's like, why haven't we thought of that? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, we don't have to kill anybody, but just give them the shit so bad that they can't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, what a world we live in. Ah, uh, it's a great day to be an American. <laughs> Let's move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. But one of the other things that happened this week that I thought was very interesting. Uh-huh. was um, it was announced that Disney has taken the steps of firing Gina Carano. Yes. For putting up some, some say controversial, some say abhorrent, some say straight up like racist hatred shit uh-huh. um, on her TikTok and her Instagram. And basically she... Um, compared what's going on to Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people on both sides argue for why we should be boycotting Disney plus and why, and the other half saying why it was the right thing for Disney to do. Um, there are lots of arguments in the direction of, well, if you're going to do this to Gina, then you need to fire Pedro Pascal for some of the things that he said that was anti-Trump and the double standard that Disney's doing. And, and I'm curious of what your take on it is. I think until more people are called out and punished for things they say and post, mm -hmm. it's going to keep going on. If I, there needs to be a point where if you're too goddamn stupid to know what you're saying is wrong, then you need to be dealt with. And then the fact that, you know, she got fired from that gig, but she's got another gig coming up and, you know, it's like, well, they're not going to cancel us. It's like, honey, your career's over. Well, you, she, you, go ahead. You've, you've blown it. 
you had this amazing and lucrative deal through Disney being part of the Star Wars uh, universe, mm-hmm. and you fucked it up. You know, I mean, they're, they've already canceled more more um, Gina Carano action figures. Yep. There's but, supposed to be two more coming out too, or they might have been re- reissues, but still, they're like, "Yep, canceled." What do you, What do you say to the idea that they should be punishing Pedro too? Uh, see, that's the problem. <laughs> we know we know that saying mm-hmm. things that are basically pro-Nazi is bad. Mm-hmm. So, if you're saying that I'm anti-antifa <laughs> you know it's I think we should get rid of Twitter get rid of TikTok get rid of Facebook just start over again but if we get rid of Facebook I won't know when anybody's birthday is yeah well who cares <laughs> so my thought on you the... know I feel like we need a massive you know like one of these these apocalyptic sci-fi TV shows something happens in the world where we have lost all electrical connectivity and we are back to foraging and you know bartering for stuff my thought on the Pedro Pascal thing is the things that he posted were Mm anti-Trump a man who was proven to not like brown people Mm mm-hmm Pedro Pascal happens to be a brown person. Right. I think, yeah, I think there's a little bit of a double standard, but I think his comments are more justified in being happy that a racist dude was voted out of office and not the Gina Carano thing of like hating Jewish people. I agree. I agree. But, it, I don't know. It it's just a shitty time in our country. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, I don't know. There's only so much we should say on air. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, don't hold back too much because there's still more I want to talk about. Oh, great. Um, no, but I mean, honestly, I do like. I do feel that there is because when somebody said to me, "Well, look at James Gunn. James Gunn said some shit." years ago and has been forgiven and yeah but James Gunn was joking about things he might have taken those jokes in a really weird direction and he's kind of proven that he has grown up and what whatever like look I'm not saying that the you cancel Gina Carano forever you you make her think about her shit and then make you educate the bitch yeah, yeah but it's proven that she's not going to change because apparently her representation dropped her in like November Hmm. over shit. And then Disney went back and forth about what they should do about her. And to the point where she was supposed to star in the uh, Rangers of the new Republic. Mm -hmm. And they didn't announce her as that during the the press day because they didn't know what they were going to do. Right. And then she said something else that was horrible. And then Disney stepped in and said, okay, we've had enough. There's difference between political discourse saying, I don't like this person's policies. He's an evil piece of shit. Right. And saying that 
there was no Holocaust. Right. You know, and things like that. It's like there's a total difference. Right. You know, I don't think Pedro Pascal is going to ask his people to rise up <laughs> and march on Disney's offices and and fight like hell. No. No, so. not at all. But then, you know, there's all that there's all those weird fucking YouTube channels that are anti-feminism and mm-hmm. that are, are out there. And they're now they're saying that like Disney's very upset because all the cancellations of Disney plus. And it's like, no, they're not. No, they're not because those people will just fucking pick it back up the next time that, that there's a show that they want to see. Sure. And you know, this is the world where, you know, Joss Whedon was forbidden from being in a room by himself with Michelle Trachtenberg filming Buffy. Then that's what. And I was... this is the world where the the guy who's the host of uh, the Bachelor, I guess it is, is stepping down because of something he posted. It's like this. <laughs> people grow up. So, so the Joss Whedon thing was the next thing I was going to bring up. Okay. Um, so for anybody not paying attention, um, um, Ray Fisher has been on this tirade for quite a while about his treatment on the justice league reshoots, mm-hmm. um, at the hands of Joss Whedon and more people have started to come out. Um, this has been a week of really weird accusations against people. Um, and it, it apparently Charisma Carpenter, who played, oh, what was her name on Buffy? Ah, fuck, I can't remember. Was she, was she Anya? No, she was the, she was the snooty. I never really, I never really watched it that much. Oh, okay. So it, it started to come out that, um, the Buffy angel, um, sets were not a very happy, fun place to work. Um, one of the writers or one of the producers of Firefly came out and said that, that Joss made it a point to see if he could make people cry. So why don't people speak up? Well, because they're afraid of being blacklisted then you have to find a way to stop that as an option. Yes. And I totally, this isn't the old Hollywood studio system. This is the new world. Okay. Well, and I think we're starting to see that. I think we're starting to see, um, you know, people come out because, because back, okay. Back then you could have an actress like, um, was it Laura Dern who played, Ellen's girlfriend on the episode where she came out. I want to say that's right. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was then blacklisted for playing a lesbian on TV. We've seen it. We've seen a fundamental shift in Hollywood and more so recently with people be feeling comfortable being able to say, Hey, um, I've had these problems. Look at Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser spoke up. And said, I was sexually molested by these heads of studios, and he was effectively blacklisted for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I think now in the Me Too movement and all the shit that's going on and racial equality and all of that, it's now 
easier for people to come out um, and point out all the people that are really fucked up in, in Hollywood. But it's not enough. It's not enough. You know, until they're behind bars, until they're banned from the industry, until they no longer have millions and millions of dollars and just don't give a damn. Well, no, I agree. You know, I mean, that's the other part of it is is compensation in this country. Please explain to me why, you know, people are making millions and millions of dollars for something as stupid as playing football. (laughs) You know, it's like. That's wrong. That's what doctors should be making. That's what teachers should be making. That's what teachers should be making. Well, and you know, the, if if teachers were making a million dollars a year, you could damn well bet that our education system would be better. Like you'd be getting more educated people coming out mm-hmm. than than you know thirty thousand dollars a year to educate your kid, and you have to and your kid's an asshole. You have to deal with twenty eight kids in a class, right? And 90% of those kids are assholes. Like mm-hmm. that's why our the American system is. Yeah. And that's why we're in this in where we, where we are. There's no accountability mm. for anything. No. Unless you're black. Yes. If you're black or brown, then, you know, God yep. forbid you, you sneeze at the wrong time. You're going to get picked up. Yep. Absolutely. And that's incredibly wrong. Um, a friend of mine posted a job listing he came across this past week for a media company that clearly states that the ideal candidate will continue to develop our base of educated white people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, okay, so this company needs to be boycotted and shut down. Jesus <sighs> Yeah, I mean, but it's still going go. on. It's you know, it's you say look at you know look at these black people who've who've achieved so much, but it's like, but there's so few, right? And look at the neighborhoods they live in, and look at the schools they go to, and look at the jobs they're able to get. Yep, until until those opportunities are given to the 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 innermost part of Harlem or South Central LA or yeah, you can't sit there and be like, well, it's a, it's equal opportunity because it's it's not. No, it's not. It's not. And it's not. and I think waiting for those opportunities to be given is a thing of the past. You need to go out and take them. Yeah. And you need to fight for it and you need to fight like hell. And yeah. I don't mean violence. <laughs> I mean, you I don't know it. It's very disheartening to see where we are as a country and how far we have fallen in the past four years yep. coming off of the high we had for eight years before that. Yeah. It, because white people were upset that a black man was in charge of the country and did a decent job, whether you want to agree with it or not. Well, you know, now we have a have a, a person of color as the vice president and it's a woman. Right. Oh, my God. Right. You know, your average Walmart shopper is just going to be totally bent out of shape. But it doesn't matter because if you have people that refuse to call her Kamala. Right. And respect her enough for the position she's holding, it really doesn't matter. Mm -mm. Again, 
nobody's being held accountable. No. You fail to show up for work. You work for me, Mr. Senator, mm-hmm. Mr. Rick Scott, Mr. Mark Rubio, and you failed to show up for work. Well, now they're so saying... So we should be able to dock their pay. Yes. And we should be able to fire them. That you, you would think that that's Not call for a new vote. Just say, you're fired. But, John, they're, gonna, they're talking about replacing Mark Rubio with one of the Trump kids. Well, won't that be fabulous? How do you feel about that? <laughs> I... <sighs> <laughs> you know, Miami deserves her. Well, yeah. So that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if those people want her, then they can have her. Yeah. I mean, again, Miami being a largely Hispanic based population and her and family very anti Hispanic. It boggles my mind that that's even no, a possibility. No, no, no. They love Goya beans. Well, they love it. She took pictures yeah. with them. They love Goya beans. <laughs> uh, yeah. We hate China, except for the, the areas that are giving her her patents. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. What a bunch of fucking assholes, man. I don't see it getting better. No. It's, it's half of this damn country. So, you know, I'm, I'm done with it. It just, it, it's, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, so you had, um, the Gina Carano thing. You had the Joss Whedon thing. Apparently Marilyn Manson is trafficking humans, which yeah. is a little on the nose, but whatever. Um, you know, I don't think anybody looked at him and really thought, oh, there's a stand-up kind of individual. <laughs> wow, I see him in church every Sunday. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not it, it's not like the persona he's giving off is a good one. Right. So that was a little weird, too. And why do we embrace that persona? Uh, I don't know. Why doesn't somebody just go, you know what? You're fucked up and you shouldn't be talking to our children because it's it's free speech. Well, and and it's he's a he's a musician. And well, it's better than calling him an artist. Okay. well, Um, you know, the 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 amount of of. Power that somebody gives to a musician and shit like that shouldn't to any type of celebrity. Right. I mean, you know, and then we're all shocked and shaken when you find out they're horrible people and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, don't meet your heroes, you know? And you're right. If, if there wasn't social media and we didn't know that Gina Carano was, was a racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And she went on and talked about it behind closed doors to her people, and it never was brought onto a set or whatever. You know, life would be great for her. Mm-hmm. But you know, when now we know she's a crazy bitch, and don't stick your dick in crazy is the, <laughs> is the point of the thing. <laughs> it always seems like it's it's the the attractive ones that are crazy, and you mm-hmm. know, don't stick your dick in them. What can I say? It's. But and and that's the weird thing about Marilyn Manson. When you look at the list of people that are coming out to um, 
accuse him of this stuff. It's like a lot of really um, attractive women. And you're like, how does those attractive women get attracted to Marilyn Manson? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Well, look at Charles Manson. Look at David Koresh. Look at uh, Jim Jones. It's a charisma thing. Yeah, I guess they, so. they know how to manipulate people's emotions. Yeah. And it's frightening. But, you know, obviously that's acceptable today. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's a free for all. You can do anything you want in this country, Chris. Anything at all. I guess. Let's find out. I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to take a dump on the fresh tomatoes. Yeah. And then be like, hey, look, it's my right. Sorry. Free speech. <laughs> I'm making a statement about the the nutritional content in a tomato. That's right. So back up. Yeah. Well, such is life. Yeah. Maybe the next life will be better to us. Well, to me. I mean, you're just going <laughs> to run a hole, but, you know. <laughs> Maybe with all the suffering we've been put through in the next life, it'll just be paradise. So so do you believe in reincarnation or do you? Believe... I don't know what I believe in anymore. Oh. <laughs> Until it happens to me, I, I'm just going to reserve comment. Okay. All right. Fair enough. There's something. I mean, whether it's what you believe that, you know, you just end. Yeah. Or if there's, you know, reincarnation or heaven or Nirvana, Valhalla, <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Maybe Kokomo is yeah. the answer. Maybe when you die, you go to Kokomo. I, I would be happy with that. I mean, it's got to be better than this, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so speaking of Valhalla, uh-huh. <clears throat> um, I am all caught up on American Gods. Up to season three? Up to season three. Oh, see, I haven't. I've... Uh, I've I've procured them. Okay. I have not had a chance to watch them yet. Um, uh, from what I understand, from everything that I've read online, that does not seem like a fun show to work on. Really? There has been more firings and more people stepping away from that show. Like, there's a reason why in season two there is a character called New Media that replaces Gillian Anderson. Mm-hmm. Because she left when the showrunners got fired. And oh, okay. she didn't like the new showrunners that were coming in. Um that seems to be a um something that happens in between every season. So again, why do we let it happen? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and I will say, having seen all the episodes now, I feel like season three is the weakest so far. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not going to tell you what happens because you haven't seen it, but um, I really feel like the season one version of this show 
they weren't able to sustain what they were doing in season one. Okay. And what, one of the things that really attracted me to the show was those, those sections in the beginning where they would tell a small story before mm-hmm. getting to the bigger plot. And they don't seem to do that much anymore. And it's ne- they're now on their, sh- their third group of showrunners. And I don't feel like they have the original vision anymore. That's unfortunate. It is. It is. And I, I really enjoyed the first season. I liked the second season. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Um, and I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of the third season when it comes out, but I just don't think it's as, as good as the others. As strong as the others. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, and that happens. You get shows that just kind of fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how much is still, um, how 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 much they're holding to the book, right? And how much they're having to change because of of the things that they're doing behind the scenes. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it seems like they're just firing people left and right, and people are walking away and. It's kind of it's kind of sad. It's unfortunate, but again, we let them get away with it. But not apparently not everybody, because there is somebody who didn't return for season three that is is, um, making it known why. Okay. And um, I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I won't. Okay. I won't tell you the story, but um, <laughs> it does seem like like people are now starting to speak up and be like this can't go on. But is it too little too late? I mean, it's ingrained in our society that you, you know, you, you have to respect your teachers and if they're groping you after class, well, you shouldn't say anything because your teachers are, are important to us and you have to, you know, pay attention to your priests and your scoutmasters. And, but you don't feel a a shift in in that kind of stuff that people are I don't now feel enough up. of a shift. Well, I mean it's got it's, it'll start slowly. It it's no, it's it's too slow. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll pick up speed. How about that? Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> Let us hope. <clears throat> so, did you watch WandaVision this week? I did. <laughs> I loved the costumes. Uh-huh. I thought that was great. Um, so now Vision knew what was happening. Yeah. Finally caught on to it. Hmm. So um, this was the the Halloween episode um, where they dress in the, in the comic-appropriate outfits. Um, it was very Malcolm in the Middle- as far yep. as like the opening and um, speed and Wiccan talking to the cameras, mm-hmm. um, you know, very fourth wall break, very much taking their cues from Malcolm in the middle um, as far as like the way that they shot stuff. Yep. Um, turns out that Pietro knows what's going on for the, yep. for, for the most part, for the most part. Um you know, it's very clear that he is not the X-Men version of Quicksilver 
just happens to be the same dude as this weird meta thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he is the MCU or a analog version of the MCU <laughs> version of Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the, like you said, like if you, if you didn't read the comics and you didn't know what the comic version of Quicksilver looked like. Right. And he shows up, you could be like, oh, well, there's kind of a thing to like um, Wolverine hair almost like the Mm. way that that they had combed his hair up. But that's actually what Quicksilver kind of looks like in the comic books. Um, One of the things that um, um, one of the things that I really enjoyed about it was um, that they don't. While they're answering questions, they're they're giving you more questions. Mm-hmm. And they're answering the ones from earlier, but they're going to to go like full bore towards the end here with some of the mysteries of what's really going on. Because you have like Agnes who is out at the edge of town and she's kind of in a trance type thing and one of the things that I really liked was how they're cutting back and forth between Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver talking about what Wand is doing mm-hmm. and them paralleling that with what's actually going on in the town. And as the farther you get away from the center of town, the less people are moving and they're kind of like zombified. Well, I think it's showing how f- how limited Wanda's grip is on the town. Well, see, I took it as because it's just because his vision kept going further and further away from the town center. The people started acting very weird. Like they were, they were background players just going through a loop of whatever activity they were doing. See, the way I kind of took it was that, Wanda is keeping everybody in this state mm-hmm. and the the vicinity to her is what activates the people. Yes. So when she needs when like if they were to walk to the street where vision was, mm-hmm. those people would be moving like like almost yes. as they're on standby for if Wanda shows up to keep the illusion alive for the quote unquote TV show. Right. Um, but as soon as, as soon as vision passes that threshold and he meets, or actually before that, when he's talking to Agnes and Agnes is like, you got to stop Wanda. Like this is all Wanda. I don't, I, I don't really buy that. I think she's, she's in on whatever's going on. Oh, okay. I don't, I think that was, that was, I think Agnes is playing both sides by trying to get vision to understand what's going on and being like, you know, you're one of the Avengers and he doesn't know what that is. And, you know, the reason he doesn't know what that is is because Wanda's driving his memories. So if he doesn't know what an Avenger is, then he doesn't realize that he died. And, you know, and I think that's the same thing for Quicksilver. I think uh, Pietro only has 
the memories that Wanda wants to give him. And what does she remember about her brother? Her, him getting shot and him dying in the street. Mm-hmm. And little things about their childhood. Um, you know, I think I think while she's controlling some of this, she's not the mastermind behind it. Mm, I okay. think I think she has she has um um asked for help from somebody, whether that be Mephisto or somebody else, um, to help her get Vision back from Sword. And I think um, I watched a video where they explain when Monica comes back in that one episode and they're walking through the big hangar bay at sword Mm -hmm. and they're talking about sentient weapons. And then later on you find out that vision, his living will was that he didn't want to be brought back as, as a weapon. Right. I think that there's a misdirect here that Wanda, they're all saying that Wanda wants to make vision a weapon. I think she's upholding the, the living will. Okay. And that she's lonely and she misses vision. So this is her way of keeping him safe instead of the, mm. the sword guy wanting to come in and be like, we just, we just want him back. Well, right. yeah, because you want to make weapons. So I think there's, there's a weird thing that's going on and a lot of misdirect, um, between what vision wanted and Wanda being lonely and missing him, but knowing that if she leaves him with sword, they're going to do the thing that he didn't want them to do. Right. So I kind I kind of feel like this is the media the the in between the middle road for Wanda of getting everything she wants and keeping Vision safe, <clears throat> and that way she okay. like he doesn't he doesn't know he's he's an Avenger. He didn't know that. Um, Thanos pulled the the stone out of his head and killed him. He's just in this world where, yeah, he's got powers and he can't really show people who he is, but he's not really sure why. And when he busts through the thing, through the, through the energy field, I was like, if he goes out there, doesn't he just fall over dead? Well, when that's basically what happens, that's what we saw. Yeah. Until, you know, she, she, pushes the the limits of the hex out and like poor Marcy or not Marcy Darcy gets sucked in and mm-hmm. all the, the sword agents become clowns at a circus mm-hmm. and it's like, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what Darcy becomes because hmm. there would be a really interesting, she'll be a waitress? that's what I was just about to say. If, <laughs> if they walk in and she's a waitress and she looks like Max from two broke girls, That'd be funny. Like there's a good opportunity there, especially because like they're moving into the two thousands and it would be a totally meta thing to have her in that yellow outfit from, um, two broke girls. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be very funny. It amazes me though, that this show can keep up this level of intrigue and like story performance. Mm-hmm. Like it never, it never seems to falter. They haven't had a bad episode yet. No. And, and I don't know how they do that. Yeah. It really is amazing. 
And I guess I read somewhere that the last three episodes are going to be hour long. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, because there's a lot for them to get through. Yeah, definitely. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Let's let's hope that when this wraps up that, you know, the next one is just as good. Well, I mean, they're saying that the Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be more like classic action. Um, okay. I think we're not going to get to weird stuff again until Loki. I would kind of agree with that. I mean, I'm not really sure what if if they're trying. I mean, I would assume that these would be as interconnected as the movies are. Oh, I would think so, because they're just expanding the universe. I would like to think that maybe there's some kind of um, some some kind of comment about Wanda in New Jersey during Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, huh. like some kind of, like like some kind of um, interconnection to that. Sure. Um, you know, maybe they send Jimmy Woo to every single one. He's out there like producing cards for people. Well, I mean, the rumor is that he's going to get his own series. Well, I, and I think that's probably smart. I think I think one of the things that I really appreciate about um, Marvel is that they don't forget about the smaller characters. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to be as important as even like the big costumed characters. And using Darcy in this and and um woo and all this kind of stuff i i really feel like there is a th- there's an avenue there to take a couple of those characters and do an x-files type marvel show mm-hmm. where they're they're the fringe characters that they're never going to bring to the big screen but they can do it you know that's how they introduce moon knight or mm-hmm. um any of that kind of shit she hulk like all the stuff that they're going to do shows for, like that's how they could like backdoor pilot them. Sure. You know, and maybe that's why star Wars did that because I know they brought in Kevin Feige to figure out (laughs) their, their TV universe. So maybe it was like, just do backdoor pilots. Like we're going to do. That'd be good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really kind of feel like the the future is on streaming for a lot of this stuff. Uh, I bl- I would say yes. Um, I'm starting to notice as I'm I'm looking for entertainment outside of my cable subscription that the two streaming services I have Disney Plus and prime mm-hmm. um, don't have a lot of content. Okay. Or maybe it's don't have a lot of content that I'm interested in. Yeah. I mean, prime, I, I had a hard time finding something to watch last night. You know, it's like, oh, well, let's see what's on, on the BBC channel. Oh, well, that's all, you know, an upcharge. Or you could watch this. 
right. and you click watch and it's like oh well you know you can do a 10-day free trial and it's like that's not what i want don't right. don't show me shit that i gotta pay extra for what are you disney <laughs> <laughs> and um like the same thing with like disney plus it's like i watched um those pixar shorts yeah ducky bunny ducky bunny <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but then I couldn't really find anything else I was interested in watching. Disney plus for sure. Seems like unless you want to go through the back catalog of Disney films, mm -hmm. um, you, you reach a, a limit of there's nothing on there. That's that I'm going to want to watch. Mm. Um, once you go through, you know, all the Mandalorian and all the Marvel stuff and, Oh, I've seen that like 10 times. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's not a whole lot new that goes on there that I'm like, okay, I need to sit down and watch that. Right. Um, I use Prime a lot for older stuff that I've already seen. They have a ton of that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, although I, you know, Disney Plus, I rewatched Willow the other day because I, yeah. I I hadn't watched it the, the whole way through in probably when did the DVD first come out? God. Yeah, that that was the last time I watched it all the way through. And I had seen bits and pieces of it, and I was like, I need to watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's cool that it's there to watch, but for for wanting to watch something I've never seen before, most of the time I'm going to Netflix. Um, they seem to have enough new things coming out, whether it be movies or, or series, that keep me engaged. Um, mm hmm with that series more than the others. But, and I think we talked about this before that the prime search feature is really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, most of the time, if you're putting stuff into prime video to look for, it will bring up like, well, here's what you have to pay for mm -hmm. instead of being like, no, what, what can I watch as a prime subscriber? Right. And, um, it's really hard to find new stuff there. Um, I feel like Netflix does a lot better job of like laying it out to where you can go and you can look at all the Netflix stuff that they've mm -hmm. produced. And here's, here's all the TV shows that they're doing and here's all the movies. And you, you know, when you log on to Netflix, there's, there are recommendations based on your past viewing history, but there's also like, um, well, here's all the new things that we've put out this week. And it seems to be laid out a lot better. HBO Max is also pretty decent for finding new stuff. Yeah. Because mm. <clears throat> they have a whole section of like what we just added. And there'll be HBO Max stuff. And then there'll be like movies that they brought onto the platform. And it's like, oh, I've never seen that. So they're not they're not as bad either. I, I, yeah. I don't like I don't like searching for prime stuff at all. And some of the stuff with Prime, you know, like old TV shows, it's like, oh, season one only. Yeah. Yep. Or that show I told that BBC show, Dickensian. Diken yep. Where they only had the first season. Yeah. It's like, so what's the, you know, why are you hiding? Why are you not providing the full thing? You they, know? They must not have the contract rights to it. Uh, sure. I can see that. But wouldn't they pro 
try to provide that? Well, you would think so. Mm. I mean, and it may be it may be a thing. Um, I know that if you have a VPN and mm. you change your country, you other things pop up. Mm. And maybe it's a U.S. thing. Maybe maybe whatever the the deal is in the U.S. doesn't allow for them to have it all. As to oh. where, um, you know, if you if you VPN in from London, you might get all all the um, all the episodes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because that was how I watched Picard. Um. Picard was only on CBS all access in the United States. Right. But if I, if I VPN from England, it showed up on prime because that was their deal. Hmm. Um, because CBS all access isn't, is, is us only. Right. So I was able to watch it on the day it came out on prime without having to like, you know, go find it in another spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently that's perfectly legal. Like VP using a VPN is not an illegal act of going and streaming something that's not available in your country. As a matter of fact, that VPN services like showcase that fact hmm. when you sign up for them. So, right. You know, I find that too. Like, like I will go on to Netflix and if I can't find a specific movie that I'm looking for, I'll try VPNing from different countries to see if it's available in those countries. And most of the time you'll find it somewhere. Right. So, I mean, there, there are ways around that. And I'm wondering whether or not that that's the prime issue. Interesting. Yeah. I may have to do a little experimenting. <laughs> Um, one thing I did find on Prime that yeah. I ended up watching was a, a movie from uh, my childhood. Uh-oh. Uh, Explorers. Oh, with um, 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 River Phoenix, right? Yes. And Ethan Hawke. And Ethan Hawke. Yep. Yes. And it was still enjoyable. It was a cute little fantasy film. Um these these three kids end up building a spaceship out of a, an old tilt-a-whirl vehicle. Yep, the Thunder Road. And the Thunder Road, and end up going out into outer space where they get intercepted by aliens. And the aliens have done nothing but absorb our media broadcasts for the past decades. Mm-hmm. So they're speaking in movie cliches and and sitcom references and things like that um voiced by robert picardo i think he also plays one of them and he also plays the, but the dude was, at the drive-in still a, a pretty cool movie did i lose you hello where'd you go hello are you there oh this happens every week what's going on hey there you are hey, there you are okay um, I was I was just saying I think Robert Picardo plays one of the aliens. Yes, and he also is the dude at the drive-through in, in the in the movie that tends to react to what's going on outside the movie screen. Mm-hmm. It was it's a very weird portion of the film. Yeah, yeah, that was one. I was actually one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, 
I all I remembered about it growing up was that there was this really bizarre um um music video with Robert Palmer all around the world with those crazy aliens dancing. Oh, that's, that's pretty right. much all I remembered. <laughs> um so it was good to see it again and um It's also yeah, got it, um it just, oh what's his name? Uh uh god Jack uh, Taylor? No, 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 James no. James Cromwell? The the guy the guy that was in Gremlins. Dick Miller. Dick Miller. Yep. Yeah, it's got Dick Miller as a helicopter pilot. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out because they run into the spaceship um they run into the Thunder Road um during a test flight or something. Yes. And then he's he tries to figure out and I, I don't he doesn't really get a conclusion to his story other than he finds it and like they take off. Yeah. And he, you know, he, te- he says that he was having the same dreams that river Phoenix was oh, having or that right, that's right. Ethan Hawk was having. And I thought it, at first I thought he was being set up as the villain. Right. You know, trying to, trying to figure out, you know, what's happening and debunk it or whatever. And, um, then the character just kind of just was there. Away. Yeah. Because it shifts into that outer space section. Yep. And yeah. And I think my favorite part of that is the fact that the aliens that they run into are just kids. Yes. Themselves. And they, they stole their father's spaceship. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry for spoilers for like a 30 year old movie, but right. You know, if you haven't seen explorers by now. Yeah. Um, Joe Dante directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting that the the uh, the drive-in character that um, Rob Picardo plays is named Star Killer. Oh, re- oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, interesting because we had now this was this would have been at the end of the Star Wars cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Most so. Definitely. I don't know if by that point they had publicized, you know, the original concepts from Lucas or if it was still kind of under wraps, but interesting nod nonetheless. I I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a nod to Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon and, oh, definitely. and Star Wars. Yes. Um, you know, the, the fact that they're showing this and it, it gets me every time, like when I, when I always watch it, I always thought it was really weird that when um when the thunder road breaks through the wall of mm-hmm. the of the concession stand the characters on screen react to it yes and i don't know why that decision was made like to the point where they're picking up props that have fallen over yeah in the movie and setting them back up and it's like okay where where did that come from? Why why is it it's a it's like they're they're breaking the fourth wall of this sci fi movie in a drive in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a. How do the effects hold up? Um, they're okay. Yeah, I mean, you knew it was a lot of models and miniature work, but it it led to the charm of what this was. Okay, it's one of the films that I've wanted to show my kid. Yeah. Um. You know, because I think she's at an age where she would probably enjoy it if 
I can get her past the visual effects. Because mm. she's one of those, like, that doesn't look real. And it's like, well, you have no idea what it took to make that in 1982. So, yeah, you know, cut it some slack. I mean, I may have to rewatch that now. Yeah. Because that is a film. I know for a fact that I bought the DVD of that. And in a very John type of way, it is sitting on a shelf still wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> and I had it like I bought it just to have it. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever rewatched it. Hmm. So I may have to do that. You may. There may be some unseen extras on that DVD. Oh, maybe. Do you still have a DVD player? Well, I have a I have a one in my computer. I have a DVD, okay. a DVD drive that I can throw it in. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Yeah. Because you know I got some VHS tapes if you want to borrow them. I have a I have a VHS to uh, DVD recorder. Mm. If you ever need to, you know. No, I have, I have, I've, I think I've transferred everything I'm going to transfer because (laughs) the quality is just not that great. Yeah. It's always sad to see. So it's like, I kind of go back and it's like, oh, well, let's see what's on YouTube. That's much better than what I have. (laughs) So you said you watched that on Prime, the Explorers? Uh Yes. What's the transfer like? Um, it was pretty good. Is it? Okay. I mean, I don't have a giant screen, but um, I thought it was okay. Okay. As long as it doesn't look like a VHS copy that was, no, you know, hastily transcoded. Yeah, see, now I'm I'm probably going to have to watch that. I think you should. (laughs) think you should yeah maybe yeah so the only other thing that i think i was watching this week i I, after watching catching up with all of american gods and watching ian um what's his name ian mcshane Uh uh-huh uh i started to watch deadwood oh okay hbo yeah um it's an interesting it's an interesting series because they're kind of the, the, the dialogue is like a cross between Shakespeare and old West. Yeah. And it's, it's a little jarring at first. So I'm, I'm trying to like get past that and stuff, but um, I'm only a couple episodes in, but um, that's, I'm I'm trying to get I'm going to try to get through that and watch the movie that they did. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I did find I did see something else on Prime that I started to watch. It had a really what I thought was a really good premise. It was like a bunch of old superheroes get together for one last caper. Okay. And I couldn't get through 10 minutes of this piece of shit. What was it? It's called Supervised. Because they're all living in a a supervised group home, nursing home. Um, Stars Tom Berenger and 
Bo Bridges. The movie opens with Tom Berenger's ass. <laughs> He's like getting out of the shower and drying off. And it's like, okay, this isn't really something I want to watch. I tried to get a little further into it, and it was just so poorly written. What year did that come out? Um, I don't even know. Uh, uh, 2019 is what it said. 2019? Yes. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, the cover is... fascinatingly bad it, the movie was fascinating Louis Gossett Jr. is in it yes that's who that was I thought <laughs> it was Scatman Crothers isn't Scatman Crothers dead well not if he was in this movie <laughs> um, the, the movie was just horrible horrible um, one of the scenes I sat through was a um, birthday party for a woman whose superpower was like she like like wind like she could blow wind okay and they were like making all these blowjob jokes and <laughs> um, she finally gets pissed at him and blows out her candles really hard and her dentures fly out of her mouth and they they get caught on another guy's crotch <laughs> And I was like, all right, this is not going to be a good movie. It was uh, horrible. I mean, it gets it gets some okay reviews on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, two out of... Well, here's a two out of ten. I was interested for a little over half the movie, but then the ending was just stupid. It was like they ran out of money and rushed the ending. I mean, you, you didn't even get that far. No. Not at all. Uh, despite the naysayers, this is an entertaining movie if not taken seriously. And the old age superhero gimmick works mostly due to the funny dialogue between the hero's dream team out to avenge the death of one of their retirement home comrades. Special effects are set at 1970s TV mode and the cast play it straight maximum tongue-in-cheek. Younger geeks won't get it, but as older ones will. 8 out of 10 alone... For the heart put into this project eh, no disagree <laughs> <laughs> disagree yeah, when you said it started but you're with, more than welcome to check it out <laughs> when you said it started with Tom Berenger's ass you know I'm thinking like you know back when he was in platoon or something when he was in shape yeah, yeah no. don't nobody want to see that Wow. Yeah, that doesn't. And the costumes looked like terrible. The whole the whole thing was terrible. I'm poor Louis Casa Junior. Man, why would you? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, I'm you know waiting for Lethal Weapon 27 so we can see. Danny Glover and uh, Mel Gibson yeah. in a nursing home. Don't give him any ideas. It'd be like that horrible Disney, was it a Disney movie, Wild Hogs? 
Oh. John Travolta and Tim Allen. Yes, is the bikers. Yes. Yeah, the weekend warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this has somebody from Lost in it, John. It does? The the blonde woman or the, the gray haired woman? Fanola. Yeah, she was in um she was uh Eloise Hawking. Oh, okay. In Lost. Well, look where her career is now. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh, these poor people. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, no, I don't I don't foresee me spending 90 minutes of my life watching this film. It it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Was not good. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Wow. It's got a four and a half out of five star rating on. Does it really? On Prime. Okay. Well, good for them. You should write a review. Say how wonderful it was. <laughs> I turned it off after I saw Tom Berenger's ass. This is so bad, one should get their money back plus. <laughs> okay. Uh, what a waste of everything. Meh. Once again, a movie was ruined by unnecessary sexual scenes. Turned it into trash instantly. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be I thought it was going to be a kind of funny movie with senior citizen superheroes. That concept was kind of funny, but they just didn't put enough of those kind of funny scenes in there. It was so meh. Unnecessary sex scene and nudity really messed it up. Oh, I'm sorry, Sharon. <laughs> the the last the last um, review on the main page on Prime is from somebody called Hillbilly Hillbilly Billy Bob, aka Corn on the Cob Bob. And oh, I know him. He, and he gives it a four out of five star, and his thing is excellent cheesy cheesiness. Okay. Different strokes for different folks. I want to see. I wanted to see something that was very much like Sky High. But with with like old people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's here's the new superheroes taking it off, and then here's the sequel with their grandparents. <laughs> or you know, seventy five year old Goldie Hawn. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I do like the 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 uh, review that says if this is a comedy, then The Exorcist is a rom com. <laughs> oh well, no. definitely not something that I plan on watching ever again. Mm, no, I, I can see why. <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh well. There's there's other content out there. Yes, there is. 
I'm sure we'll find something to watch. <clears throat> All right. You got anything else for this week? No, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. No. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Yippee-yay-o-kaye, motherfucker. <laughs>